Hi. Okay, we're doing this. My name is Anastasia Albert. Recently, we've been going through pandemic, right? This is something that our nation, our world has never experienced, and it can be quite frightening. And the thing that I kept going back over in my mind time and time again was, I've gone through this before several times. And not that the whole world was shut down around me, but I have been in situations where I've had a bunch of free time on my hands. How do I utilize that? What are the resources that I have? Making each day a reason to get up out of bed. What is your purpose now? If your job isn't your nine to five situation Monday through Friday anymore. During pandemic 2020, we just feel overwhelmed and, and paralyzed right now. But now is the time that people have never had before. What do, what do we want to do? What are we going to do with our times? It's time for us to get clarity. It's time for me to take time to check in and FaceTime with friends a bit more and serve more and, and double down and be there for those people that show up for me. And I want to just show up for them. So a little bit about me and the backstory about where all this information I have gathered throughout the years has come from is I come from a musical theater background. So in between shows, you're always stuck with, what do I do now? What's the catering job I need to do? What's the freelance work I need to do? What job do I need to try to get into and not tell them that I have another show I'm going to in a couple months in order to get this job so I can pay my bills during these three months while I'm back in my base, which is in New York City for probably about the past eight years now. So for me, it's always been super interesting. And I started to think like, what are the things that stimulate me in these times of unknown? What's next in my life? What, how am I going to bring in my next paycheck? So this is the first time that I've ever been able to actually sit and relax and not work. I've been able to pay all my bills and everything because of the fact that we did get our stimulus checks and we did get unemployment every day. So how am I going to keep myself occupied if I don't need to work in order to pay my bills? So now I've opened up all this excess time, 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 time. I'm going to say that a lot. It's wild to think that we have so much time on our hands. So what are the most important things to do during this time? I think first off, the most important thing is, is what are all the things that you've been pushing off? Get those done first. Like if you haven't done your taxes yet, do your taxes. If you haven't moved, I guess, cause it's been a bright sunny day out here in New York city in the past, over the past week, if you haven't um, gotten around to moving the items out of your closet that are winter and putting the summer ones in, this is a great time to start to do that. And then second, the things that are going to stimulate us to continue to move on, move forward, skills we're going to accomplish, things that are going to motivate us. Maybe it's someone that inspires you on Instagram. Maybe it's a book you're reading. Maybe it's your partner. Maybe it's a friend that you chat with once a week. So what are those things? And for me, I was thinking, 
all about a couple things when it came to what do I do? You know, I've been told several times in the past, oh, Stasi, my nickname's Stasi, by the way. <laughs> oh, Stasi, like you're such, um, and this isn't to dote on me before I even go into this. This is not to dote on me at all. But I have had a lot of friends say, you're just an energy that I want to be around. So I kept thinking to myself over this time, like, what is that? Why do people say that about me? Why do they want to be around my energy? And what is it that I bring to the table that makes me exciting? Now, we all have this in us, for sure, 100%. I think I'm just a little bit more vocal, and I think I go about life without any apologies. It was not always the case. It took me a long time to get there. But at this point in my life, I am almost 32 years old. Yes, I am admitting that, but I have found this balance. Balance is a word that we throw around, right? That's so lightly. I need to balance my work life. I need to balance my home life. I need to balance my time with my friends, with my spouse. Balance is such an interesting term. I don't like to use that anymore. I like to say you feel grounded. And that just means you feel centered. You feel like what you're doing has meaning, has purpose. You feel fulfilled inside. So how do we feel fulfilled inside when we don't have a structured schedule because we no longer have a job, because we're getting paid by the government? How, how, do, we, how do we feel that, that what anything we do during the day is worth doing? I'm going to tell you it's scary. I'm going to tell you it's wild. I've just always been someone who has always been in an in-between. I've been in an in-between so many times. What's the next task I'm going to do? What's the next job I'm going to do? What theater company do I want to work for next? Side note, I actually stopped pursuing musical theater about two years ago. I turned 30. My priorities shifted. This month, I'll have been with my boyfriend for four years. I just noticed that my energy and my passion wasn't in auditioning all the time to get out of New York City. I more or less wanted to have my moments with my partner and be able to have those TV shows that we binge watch together and cooked these meals together and all these fun things. But we'll get back to that. So one of the biggest things that happens during that time of what do I do is decision fatigue. Don't allow your subconscious to decide that you're going to fail before you can even attempt success right? The feelings you have about not being enough curb you from discovering that you actually are. So with this new normal, what, what will those things be? Don't be afraid to attempt them because for the first time we have all this time to be messy, to fail, to try and see if we can succeed at them. So my non-traditional path I love that word, right? Non-traditional path. I went to college for a year studying musical theater, dance, a little bit of marketing, kind of doing all those things that, that I thought I was supposed to do. And I spent a lot of that time trying to gain applause. Gosh, that sounds so funny coming from an actor, right? 
trying to gain applause. I wanted to be applauded by my family that I got into that college. I wanted to be applauded by my teachers that I succeeded in the task that they gave us, the homework, the, 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 the courses that I was taking. But at the end of the day, I just needed to applaud myself. I just needed to trust what was inside. And I ended up not staying in school. I booked a job with Disney World. That was my job that I booked. And yeah, I'm a total lover of Disney. Disney is my jam for sure. Um, not that I'm going to get married in front of the castle or anything like that, though I have some friends that have and God bless them. They definitely are ones to do that. And I am happy for them that they got a chance to find a spouse to do that with. But my point is, is that that was still non-traditional. So even within the musical theater sense, there's a lot of people that get their BFA. You're taken seriously as an actor. If you have your A union card, your equity card, or if you went to a, a really renowned program at a university and got your bachelor's of fine arts, that's what they call it. But my non-traditional path to do musical theater in the first place, then even strayed more to non-traditional path by going down to Florida. So I was working a full-time job while all my other friends were in college and, you know, living off their parents, putting them through college and, you know, having a budget in that sense. And I'm already budgeting down in Florida and trying to figure out how do I pay rent and how do I afford my groceries and what am I going to cook for myself? And these are the days of the week I'm scheduled. How much money am I coming in with this week? Budgeting, right? Things that we think about maybe later in maybe our senior year of college. So there's that non-traditional path even to start. And after that, it was a little bit more of, I want more, I want more. So I ended up two years after that, went out to California and transferred out to Disneyland and thought, why don't I try California? When I was 21, so... Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, we all remember those days, um, was ready to like go out there and just like see my bright future and give LA a shot. And it was the same thing. You know, after a while, I did another year at Disneyland, and though I met some amazing people and did a lot of fun shows, Disney is also something I've always wanted to work for. That was on my bucket list of things I wanted to do as a performer. So... I got serious, I said, so I went to a conservatory. Now, a conservatory, again, gave me a two-year certificate. Yes, a certificate. So again, not a degree. So it's interesting for me to sit here and be a person speaking about all these things and how I function in life without actually having a degree, whether it be an associate's, bachelor of fine arts, master's, you know, the list goes on. But I wanted to go back and I wanted to study acting in, in a little bit more of a deeper way. And we had a really cool program. I went to Pacific Conservatory of the Performing Arts. They're an amazing equity house that has a conservatory attached to it. I had learned so much and with my time there. But what I mostly learned was about myself. Huh, funny, right? I'm attending a program to learn the skills and tactics and ways to become another person, and I'm learning to become myself. I feel like 
actors are always these people that have been able to we're all insecure. Like we all are, we all are insecure in some way, shape or form. We're super confident, but we're also insecure. And I say that because we've learned how to kind of break our entire self down and then rebuild it back up. And how do we access certain parts of that? So for me, it's been a super interesting journey. I always call it my, my two years of acting school or my two years of therapy. And I dealt with so many things, things from my childhood to personal insecurities to insecurities I've, I developed while I was there and then learning how to overcome those and just telling myself that I was enough. That's such a big word, right? Wow. Like, let's take that back for a second. I am enough. You are enough. You are. You are enough. No one that's doing anything is more than you. You just haven't done your thing yet. So I tossed around this idea of what are things that I do to stimulate myself, right? So I keep coming back to that. Like, what are the things that I do to stimulate myself? And with this new normal, I keep hearing everyone say this, like this, this new normal that we're going to come back to, this new normal, or when we get back to everything, But the thing is, is things might not go back to the way that they always were. So the non-traditional path that I have overcome, also, mind you, I only got you up to age 24. So I'm 32. So I still have a lot more that I learned from the non-traditional path. But knowing that and going through those things and understanding that a non-traditional path can help prepare you for moments of extra time and how do you utilize them? So every human has something to give and we all have to trust the process of, of finding what that is. And we can all be world changers and who cares if we mess up in the process? Who cares if it's messy? We just need to try You know, it's funny when it comes to trying new things, you can't do something once, twice, or even 10 times and expect to achieve your new goal, right? You have to develop all these behaviors that become so grounded in your everyday life in what makes you you that they become habitual. And living in the best version of yourself will become your new normal. So life is is filled with possibilities, especially this time that we've been given right now, right? What a beautiful blank slate we've been created to discover our greatness. So I just thought, why don't I just keep trying things? So over this whole time, it's I'm not someone that likes to read a lot of books. I'm definitely not someone who enjoys reading all that time. I hate to admit that. I think it's because I read really slowly because I read it like a script. I pretty much should just read it out loud. I don't read fast. I probably read one chapter a day. And sometimes I'll read a chapter a day and even that can seem a lot because I either A, get interrupted or 
be, I think, about someone I need a text or an email I was supposed to send and then I'll get distracted on Instagram or something like that. Or, or I get a little tired when I'm reading and I'll just start to look ahead and see when the chapter ends. But the funny thing is, is I've been reading throughout all of pandemic and all that stuff has gone away. Now the interruptions happen every once in a while. My boyfriend will come in with some philosophical conversation he wants to have. And I know that he needs me to listen at that time. And there are plenty of things that I need from him in our relationship. And it's just a moment where I'm like, I'm going to close the book and, and I'm all ears. I'm here for you. So it's funny that that stuff has gone away because I didn't just do it once and buy a book that a friend told me to buy. I didn't just do it twice. I have shown up every day and I have said I want to read a chapter and guess what I bought 10 books over a pandemic I'm someone who reads maybe one a a year maybe one a year and now I'm in the middle of three different books so I'll share with you the ones that I'm reading right now just because I think if anyone's listening on the other end and you want to know what stimulated me The three that I'm reading right now is Rachel Hollis, Girl, Stop Apologizing. If you haven't read her, um, I actually started with Girl, Wash Your Face. All these are friend suggestions too. So Girl, Wash Your Face was the first one I read. And then Girl, Stop Apologizing is the one that I'm reading now. Then the other one that I just bought and started today is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. All these are New York bestsellers, and yes, they're all self-help books. But these are the things that personally stimulate me to keep reading. These are the chapters that I can pick up and I can put down. And um, I just think that, that they are super interesting to me and they speak to me personally. But that doesn't mean that they'll speak to you. But I do love them and I would highly recommend them if you haven't heard about them or read them in the first place and then the other one that I started reading or shall I say the one that I had picked up after a long time of letting it sit on the shelf was you deserve a drink and that's by Marmy Hart she's hilarious if you are looking for fun little ways to laugh in each chapter You can honestly pick any chapter in the book and like randomly read it. But I think it's funny. I mean, what a better title for this time right now, right? You deserve a drink. Pandemic 2020. You deserve a drink. Drink. (laughs) Imagine that, right? So I've been reading those books. That was definitely something that got me fired up in the first place. But I've also been doing new skills. So I've been rotating new meals into our food rotation. We've been having breakfast and dinner every day, and I'm someone who loves to cook in the first place anyway, but I've definitely been looking up new recipes and new ways to make stuff and new ways that I can excite my boyfriend to even make stuff. So he's even been doing mostly a lot of Mexican dishes, but they're all super delicious. <laughs> We've been doing um, homemade Crunchwrap Supremes and enchiladas. And it's funny because I eat fairly clean, but I did cheat. You call it like your cheat meal. I did cheat a little bit out and about in my daily life. So of course you're going to still have those moments where you want to cheat at home or have something that like reminds you of Taco Bell or this favorite hole in the wall Mexican place that we used to go to down the street. 
So it's funny to be able to stimulate each other in the kitchen. And I make a majority of the meals, but it's fun to watch him when he gets excited to make one of his meals. And they're they're pretty good. (laughs) So I really enjoy that too sometimes. But I've also just been showing up for my friends, chatting on the phone a bunch. I did a sing night live with a company I used to work for where I portrayed some Disney characters, (laughs) Um, was friends with, as we used to call it, in the parks. And that was really great because I sang a bunch of uplifting songs for kids on a Facebook Live event, and the kids responded. You know, there was maybe, I think there was 200-something watching when we did it and about 1,000 views total. And I thought that 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 was huge for me in the sense of, hey, you know what? I put together this this entire little program that I was asked to do for free, but it helped inspire some kids. And and that was really cool to be able to be a part of that. I was super grateful for that opportunity. And in that process, I took it upon myself to learn stuff that I didn't know. So I learned new songs that I hadn't learned. And I also learned how to play Remember Me from Coco on the ukulele because I had bought a ukulele so long ago and I barely touch it. I bought a lot of things in my life that I barely touch. So it's interesting. I did that. I've been doing a lot of workouts and, you know, promoting my friends when they're doing a Zoom video with me and sending it back and saying, hey, do you mind if I videotape you? And I'm going to allow my audience that I have on Instagram to see me in a time lapse and then I can promote you as well. So finding all these ways that I can I can help give back through my friends when they're giving me a free service or a service that that's nice and and I love that. And then I got into, you know, a girlfriend of mine had gone through a life event that made her move over to beauty counter products and I decided to do an entire review on them. I bought a few of their products online. I put together an entire video. I edited that video. I put it on my Instagram. I think there's less than 200 views on it, which was a little disappointing because I put a lot of work into it. I mean, I put like 16 hours, but the people that did respond to it maybe we're about 10. And if I intrigue those 10 people, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe there's more that I can do. Maybe there's, maybe there's a bigger audience and I can allow maybe 10 people could soon be a hundred people or could be a thousand people. And it's funny, like, if you know me, I'm, I'm clearly a talker. I'm talking into a microphone right now and I don't even know what anyone's thinking on the other end, but I have been listening to a lot of podcasts too, a lot of coaching, a lot of life coaching. And if you know me, you also know that even though I'm a social person and I'm a talkative person, where I thrive is one-on-one conversation. So one-on-one conversation, meaning I go to a party and I love having a good time. I like doing the jokes and I like kind of having a moment of A, being on the stage, however you want to put it. I I will admit that, um, though it's probably something I shouldn't admit, there are times that I definitely like having the floor and like saying a funny joke and love hearing, you know, laughter in response to that. But 
I always tend to gravitate towards a specific person at a party and we'll have a deep conversation and then I'll gravitate towards someone else and we'll have a deep conversation. But that's stuff I thrive on. So I like to learn something when I talk to others. And when I turned 27, I got this feeling that I needed to, what I call now, trim the fat of friendships because I had so many friends that were friends for now is what I want to call them and they it's not a negative thing they were a huge empowering part of my life then but I tried to reach out to certain people and then I waited and I kind of took an internal poll of who responds when I reach out and who am I constantly reaching out to and that's the only time we talk to each other. And that's kind of a hard thing to do because there are some people that disappointed me, which is sad and had drifted out of my life. And some of those people actually had drifted back in as well because they started to reciprocate. So I started to trim the fat a little bit more. You know, when I would go to auditions in New York, too, I found myself sitting in the hallway because I didn't want to be involved in the chatty little surface level conversations I wanted to really see someone that I really cared about and it wasn't about the job they had just done or the fact that they just got their equity card or whatever the case may be it was more or less like how are you how are you doing I saw that you're dating this person now how is that what's going on in your life how are you so I always wanted to get something more than just a list of the things that I'm currently doing So this one-on-one time and these different things that I've been looking towards doing just made me realize that maybe other people would like that too. Maybe people I don't even know. So I'm told that I was someone that people enjoyed being around and I'm still trying to figure out that why. But I do want to show up and I do want to hear what others are looking forward to and What's stimulating them and what books they're reading and what workouts they're enjoying right now. And if they are teaching, how can I connect with them so I can figure out and promote them? It's not really about how much money I'm going to make this year. I think I think the win is more about am I being my authentic self? I, I mean, I know when I am and I know when I'm not. And I think everyone has something that they want to do. Like every everyone has a calling. And I just keep hearing through podcasts, through these stories that I'm reading, through all this stuff that there are all these people that are, are coaching or are coaching people through trying new things or stimulating them to do that. And that's just something that I've always wanted to do and always done naturally and what better way to do that than to reach a broader audience than through podcasts, something that I don't have to pay for, something that I own. My words are on there. My words are on here. How many podcasts do you listen to? Who inspires you on those podcasts? So my big ask at the end of all this is I just want to know what people want to hear. What do people want to talk about? Do you want to hear about some of these things that I've been doing to stimulate myself? Do you want to know what books I've been reading? Do you want to know things about the recipes I've been doing? Would you like to see tutorials on those? Do you want to know who's inspiring me to be fit? 
do you want to know what new trick or trade I'm trying this week? I.e. this week, I actually put my tap shoes back on and I'm working on a video with one of my old choreographers and he's putting together this amazing choreography reel and he kind of joined a bunch of us all back together to put our taps back on and he has the whole idea in his mind of how it's going to be edited and he's also paying someone to do that. So my buzz has gone off for my laundry because that is the next thing I needed to do on my list. I need to move over some of that laundry and hang dry all that Lululemon that I own. (laughs) I'm sure we're all living in our sweats. It's been funny. Uh, The days that I decide to do a little bit more today was definitely one of those days. I had put somewhat of a, a face on, a beach look as I call it, and I put a couple extra curls in my already curly hair just threw on a little lip gloss and it made me feel a little bit more like myself today. And then there are some days where it's up in a bun, but again, what stimulates me is the fact that we have to move forward. And how do we move forward? How can I be a service to the community? If I can be that one person, that one voice that's helping you push and get up in the morning, then that's great. If I can be that one source that tells you some of these classes you can take for free, what wines you might want to buy for discounts, (laughs) random different places, things that can keep you stimulated, let me know and we can move on from there. What you just heard was my first ever put together entry of a podcast. Again, this is something I've never done. This is new for me. And I think that we're doing a lot of fun new things right now. So again, DM me. Well, first of all, find me on Instagram. Let me know what's stimulating you. My Instagram handle is rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Don't worry, I'll put that in the show notes. If you like this podcast, send it to a friend. If there are podcasts that you're listening to, send them to me. So it's all about just community in general. And and how can we all stay in an inner circle of sharing things that are stimulating us? I hope you join me again next time. And I'm excited to do more of these. So the 10 takeaways from what to do when we have so much time on our hands. Number one, all the things we procrastinate, it's time to complete them. Now we have created space to allow motivational moments to come to us. Number two, beware of decision fatigue. Don't allow your subconscious to tell you that you're going to fail before you've even attempted success. Number three, we are all on a non-traditional path now. Whatever you want to try, go for it. Be messy right now. Utilize this time wisely. Number four, you are enough. No one is more than you. Trust the process of finding what you're good at. Number five, books I'm reading that can help inspire you. Number six, cooking in the kitchen, finding new recipes. Number seven, you may have more of an effect on others via social media than you think. Share, like, comment. Number eight, exercise and meditate. Be okay with the now. Number nine, trim the fat. Keep those in your life that are worth keeping. It's time to let go of those one-sided friendships. Keep time for your loved ones and in return, you'll get what you need from them. Number 10, it's not about how much money you're going to make this year. It is about being your authentic self. Thank you so much. Everyone stay healthy, stay safe, stay alive. 
keep living. 